God wants us to break out from the norm, break out from the things that's kept us back. Gates represent something that keeps out or keeps in. Thank God we're going to have a breakout. Touch your neighbor says it's time for a breakout. <clears throat> you may be seated. Open your Bibles to Micah chapter 2. Micah chapter 2. One of the minor prophets spoke of some things that God gave to him. Before we read the two verses I want to read and bring out towards the end of the chapter of chapter 2, some things were going on that Micah pointed out. One, evildoers. How many's ever run into somebody that's very evil? Whether they be at work, whether they be at, maybe even some of your family members have been kind of evil in some of the things they do. But they devise iniquity, which means unruliness. They covet property land. They want to take away by any means and oppress. They also walk haughty. They are very disdain and proud, snobbish. How many's ever been around snobby people? They think they're better than everybody else. Micah was facing that and he's seen that. How many knows that uh, they become very arrogant in the way they operate? How many know some people that's arrogant? No, I've been around it. But here, they scornfully are arrogant. They exalt themselves far above everything else. Also, we see a time that Micah was facing that something was going on. There were some lying prophets, preachers, groups of religious folk. They were prattle, as the Bible says. Prattle means to talk foolishly. They talked very simple. They were very simple-minded in the ways they operated. They chattered, in other words. They babbled on. They talked like babies in some ways. They liked to gab, jabber, just to hear themselves talk, just to blab. I hear a lot of that on a lot of programs. Sometimes I'm wondering where are they coming up with this doctrine and where are they coming out with things that just to carry on. But the Bible says in the last days, there'll be those teachers and those prophets that would come along and we see it in the day and age we're living in. They make promises from the word of God, yet they never come to pass. Micah was facing that. But I liked what Micah said. They do it because it becomes like a drip, drip, drip with no shame. I've never seen such a time when no shame is around. When people do and act, they dress any way they want to with no shame. You see it in every circle that you go into. There's times I go to some stores and I see the ladies, the way they dress. And I'm thinking in my mind, there's a place I don't want to see crack. You know what I'm talking about. Can I be just plain? There's times I almost feel embarrassed myself for them. I'm thinking, why are you doing and why are you dressing this away? Didn't you look in the mirror this morning? There's no shame, it seems to be. No shame with anything they do. And they don't care whether the Lord is around or not or who's ever's around. They just do it. 
But I like towards the end of this chapter, something that Micah said that we need to rejoice, church. Praise God. I believe there's going to be a breakout that's going to take place in the last days amongst God's people. I truly believe a last day revival is going to come in such a way and fashion that it's even going to surprise those that enter in with it. God, I didn't know you was going to move like this. This is glorious. This is grand. Thank God for that. But let's read verses 12 and 13. It says, I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. I will surely gather the remnant. Say the remnant. remnant. Doesn't mean it's all. It means those that are really desirous of God. The remnant of Israel. I will put together like sheep of the fold, like a flock in the midst of the pasture. They shall make a loud noise because of so many people. The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out. Say break out. Break out. <clears throat> Notice how that the words come about. And it says that they will pass through the gates. Go out by it. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. You know what this tells me? Restoration. God's going to restore back. And I truly believe, as God's been dealing with me, talking to me about a restoration center, God is going to restore back the glory that has been left behind. The glory of God is going to return to his people, and God is going to show off and show up in such a measure. Thank God for restoration. We're going to have a restoration center. We can call it R.C., being rest restored, a center where people can find the place that God is, where hope comes back. The Bible says he gathers his people under this restoration. He calls them, and he's calling us today. It's an assembly, the ecclesia, as the Bible says, or the Greek says, the called out ones. We have been called out to a grand and glorious way. Thank God. You're not alone. God's with you, church. Amen. These, the Bible says, will break out. Didn't we just read what Jesus prophesied and told Peter? The gates of hell will not prevail. Amen. The enemy thinks he's got everybody kind of locked in. But I'm telling you right now, he may have had you locked in for a little bit, but we're getting ready to break out. <laughs> the gates are not going to hold out us anymore. It's getting ready to break out. And the Bible says they pass through the gate. Well, the enemy thought he had uh, put into uh, under his thumb and under his uh, auspices. Uh, I truly believe God says enough is enough. There's a breakout. I truly believe we have a church here of NCF that's called a breakout church because we're ready to break out into new levels and new areas of our lives. God wants to take us higher than we've ever gone before. But the enemy thought, I'll just kind of bind you in. Thank God. You know what a breakout reminds me of? I've been bound for a while. I've been kind of curtailed for a while. I've been boxed in. But God says, you're coming out of that box. You're coming out of that area that you've been bound in. That's been kind of holding you back. You're moving forward, church. It's time to break out through the gates. The devil thought he had it. But I'm telling you, God's going to have the last say anyway. 
I truly believe it's the God called church. It's going to break out of the things that have, in other words, they break out of a mold. See, this is not business as usual. It's not time for business as usual. We can see in our city where they, uh, the enemy found a void, found a little spot to put his little a place, a shrink, a psychic, if you want to call it, that, I, that tries to tell you your future has landed in our community. But I truly believe that that place is going to be bound. In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, we've got the authority, church, to bind those things, spiritually speaking. Not people, I'm not fighting against people. I'm coming against the enemy, spiritually speaking. It starts in the spiritual realm. You may have been facing some things in your life, but I'm telling you, you need to bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. Go through your house in the name of Jesus. I bind you, Satan. I plead the blood of Jesus. Start calling his name out, Jesus, 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 and let him cover you. The enemy has to leave. Let me say that the enemy has to leave. Those things that's been guarding the gate are going to take their flight. Thank God for that. The Bible says a congregation come together. You know what that tells me? Unity. Say unity. Unity. We're all one. One. We have a leader. His name is Jesus. We should be speaking with one voice. A breakout happens. We have one voice. You know what we declare? Breakthrough. Let me say it again. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Uh, Some of you that's getting it, you're not speaking all together though. Say breakthrough. Breakthrough. God wants to give you a breakthrough. God's going to give you a breakthrough. We need to declare it. I'm coming out. I'm coming up and I'm coming out. I'm coming up. I'm coming out. I'm moving where I've never gone before. I'm starting to do some things that I've never done. There's some greater anointings that God wants to deliver to his church. There's a greater move. People says, well, I'm just waiting for God to come down. God's already placed you here to move here with you, with me. God's already said, I'm moving you. Oh, thank you, Father. I don't want to wait till the Holy Ghost comes. He's here. He give it to me here now. I have him in my life now. The move begins with me. I'm breaking out of what the enemy tries to say. You got to wait. You got to do this. No, no more tearing, church. It's time we move by the word of God. It's a breakout time. Thank you, Jesus. Declaring it with one voice. I truly believe, as I said, this is a breakout church. This is not norm like a lot of others. Break out from what the enemy tries to do. See, when one can put a thousand flying, what can do two do? Look at your neighbor and says, this time we break out. Go to Numbers, if you would, please. Chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13. Go down to verse 27. When the 12 spies had went out and Moses sent them out into the promised land, they went across into the promised land looking for signs and things to bring back. Uh, 
And when they came back, they started telling what they seen. They started giving an account, a testimony, a witness of what they had seen in the land. Let's read on. In verse 27, though, they come to this place testifying to the congregation. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us, Moses. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. Say its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell in the sea along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb, one of the spies that went out. Thank God for Caleb. And I truly believe we have a Caleb generation. Can I hear an amen? Thank you. I truly believe we have a Canaan generation, Caleb generation that's rising up, that has a different spirit as the Bible says he has. We have the spirit of God inside of us. He said here, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up. Tell your neighbors, it's time to move. Then he didn't stop there. He said, let's go up at once. Don't wait till tomorrow. See, God placed his church as the head, not the tail. God give us authority not to be cowered down. But we need to step into that realm and start claiming what God says belongs to his church. Far too long we've been silenced, but now God has given us a voice. We're one church. So let us go up at once, but not just go up. Take possession. Say, take possession. possession. Then he encouraged him, says, for we are well able. We are well able to overcome it. You may have been looking at situations. You may think, how can I move forward? But can I tell you that Jesus Christ said that you shall have power You shall have authority. You shall have everything that I have because I want you to do greater things. Greater works than I did upon this earth. See, we have, each of us have power to break through the attack of the enemy or the holding back. They broke through the gates, the Bible says. And as we see what the prophet said, Micah, they broke through the gates I truly believe <clears throat> that we're on the brink of a breakout of miracles. This year, I've never seen such a time when the enemy has tried his best to attack the body of Christ. But I truly believe we've come to a place and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. We need to rise as one. We need to rise as one. We need to have one voice. I am an overcomer. I am victorious by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have his name, church, which is above every name. 
We have heaven backing us. And heaven's got everything that we have need of. It's not time to pray from the earth to the heaven, but we need to be praying from the heavenlies down. This is what God says upon my life, my family's life, my church's life. See what God says. Speak those things as if they are happening now. It's time to break out from where we're at. God, we need miracles in the day and age we're living in. We need a breakout of new anointings, new levels we've never gone before. Amen. Thank you, Father. I truly believe the rain's coming. As we read last week, when you break off and you break the foul ground that's been around you, see, that wasn't even good anymore to sow seed. But when you start breaking and getting it ready for seed, God's word, God's seed, then you can say, God, you're going to bring up the water. I believe the rain of the Holy Ghost is getting ready to hit. And it's going to hit in pockets. We're going to live in the last days. He said, these ones are believing. I'm going to rain upon them. I think there's a breakout of a new anointings. We've never even had a chance to even think about God says today, now, this year, this, this time and season. I'm going to give you a breakout. How many is ready for that breakout? Amen. And the Bible says, then they will pass through the gate. But let's don't stop there. Scripture gives us some plain things. As Caleb silenced the group, he says, we're more than able. This is what most of them says. Well, they built cities so high. They have so much amassed of things, the land, and, and, and here it is. They even brought grapes, but none of them tasted the grapes. They were a tasteless generation. They never tasted of the goodness of God. Look what the Lord is going to give you. There's a lot of people still don't want to taste of the things of God. For as me and my house, so I'm going to taste what God's got. I'm going to reach out and say, God, this is what you're giving to me. I'm going to step in. I'm breaking out from where I'm at. No longer the gates of hell. And that's what Jesus is saying. The devil has already kept Israel bound. But he says, I've given you the word, Peter, that upon this rock, I will build my church. And now it's going to be a breakout church. They're going to be of one mind and one accord. See, the disciples in Acts, they never waited for the move. They moved. They acted out what they seen. They went laid hands on. They declared the word of God everywhere they went. Revival hits. Now is the day that we're living and revival is going to hit in the last days. It's going to be a breakout. You know what that tells me? That God's kept the time for this last day ministry. This remnant. Those that just you. And I told you how I felt the enemy just tried to curtail this, tried to hold back. But when God showed me this, I said, the gates are swinging open wide, son. <laughs> this community we live in, the enemy has tried to raise his ugly head and tried to show you what he has. But I'm getting ready to show him what I've got. And I'm going to use the church. I put it in your power. I put it in your tongue. I put it in your hands to do what needs to be done. I truly believe in this time as we have a breakout, those that have been limited, God says no more self-limitations. God says, I'm a limitless God. I'm not going to have a church that feels limitless. I want you to understand we have a limitless God. And God says, everything you believe, ask and it shall be done. Thank God. See, those that have been in 
imprisoned by the past. God says, I'm going to break them out that they no longer have to worry about the past because I got a new day coming. Thank God. Those that have baggage and garbage that's been holding on to them, God says they're going to be free. No longer have the baggage and the garbage hanging on to them. There's some that goes through depression and self-defeat. God says no more. They're stepping into the new realm. This is a new day, church. Amen? Amen. Are, you, are you feeling this in, or is it just me? Sometimes you feel like you're, you're the only one. Caleb was the only one speaking up first. He was the first one to declare to the people. But they never moved. God says, I'm putting together a remnant, a, a group of people that's going to uh, launch out into some greater things. We see, we read it just in Sunday school, well, how that Gideon had 32,000 at once and he ended up with 300. It's those that truly will believe and sometimes they are not acting normal. They do things out of the norm. And sometimes God may use you in ways that you never says, God, this is not normal. God says, no, but look what I'm getting ready to do. And they won the victory. Yes. 300 men won the victory over thousands of soldiers. They didn't even use a sword. Yeah. God brought confusion on the enemy. Yes. Praise God. The Bible says the king is passing before them. I truly believe that Jesus himself is coming to his church before he comes for his church. Why is he coming to his church? The Bible says he's the head. He is the great shepherd. The great I am. The Bible says, I am. And he, you can see it in John where he talks about, I mimic who God is. And when God says, I am, he says, he, he says, I am. I am that what he's called me to be. I am that what I need to be. I have, you have a need. I am that that's going to bring the need to pass. That's no longer going to be. I'm going to fulfill the needs. See, when the enemy finds a little void, then he can stick his foot in. He'll do it. And we see in our community, he's been doing it for quite some time. Now it's time to step on his head. It's time to declare what God says about the things of him, what he says. He's coming back and he's coming to his church to restore the might and dominion and authority and anointing he's gave the church from the beginning. They acted different on the day of Pentecost. They thought they were drunk, but no, they weren't drunk. They were under the power of God. They were speaking differently. They were operating differently. I can't wait till I see in a service when 3,000 get saved under me ministering. I'm looking forward to that day when thousands can come to know the Lord. I truly believe that God's given America one more chance. God's given, not just America, but give God's given the church one more chance in America. It's time we wake up and say, God, you're going before me. The Bible says that we go through the gate, but who's leading us? The King of kings and Lord of lords. He's leading us. See, sometimes we want people to appraise us and we want to feel good about it. Sometimes we need to get that mentality out of it because you're not going to please everybody. That should be an amen spot right there. I'm not going to please everybody. I've had a lot of people say, well, you need to do this. You need to conform like this. You know who I'm supposed to answer to him. I believe in accountability. Don't get me wrong. 
The Bible says not only the king is passing before them, but the Lord is the head. The Lord is the head. He goes before us, church. See, I believe what Jesus said. Jesus said, where the Son has come, there's freedom. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty. God's given us liberty, church. It's time we stop thinking eh, the world's tried to bring so much junk in to things of the church. It's time we break out and say, no more. No more we will have the world come in and take over the church. No more we're going to look like the church. We're going to look like the church. We're not going to look like the world. We need to be the church. The church of Jesus Christ. I'm not against new things and so I guess, but when God's in it, I'm definitely for it. But we've had so much stuff that's come into the church that's not like God. We need to say enough is enough. See, we've been pinned down too long. We've been held back from the move. What would they think of us? I remember when I was growing up, walking in, first time I went into where my grandma and grandpa went to church is a Pentecostal church. I walked in, I says, oh my, what are they doing here? <laughs> and all of a sudden I heard somebody speaking another language. I says, wow, they invited people from another land just for me. <laughs> then I seen somebody get up and interpret it and I go, wow, they even brought an interpreter with them. I thought that was the neatest thing to hear that. I says, but then I found out it wasn't just uh, somebody from a different land, but it was from heaven himself. God was speaking in that service and God used an interpreter to encourage the people. Thank God for what he's doing. Thank God for how he wants to move. When I sat there at first, I thought I'd see my grandma and grandpa. My grandpa, he knew how to move and he was older. But when the power of God got home, he was acting like a young man. <laughs> my grandmother, we used to call it shouting. She'd get up there and she'd just move. And I've said it before, they would take their long hair and put bobby pins in here and there. And all of a sudden when they started shouting, it was like the bullets flying everywhere. <laughs> After church, we had the privilege to go pick them up. Here, you lost these. When the power of God gets out, it moves you, church. It moves you a different way, a different way of living, a different way of operating. Because you want to please God. You want to do what he says. We need God in our homes. We need God in our churches. We need God in our communities. The enemy has put up a gate and says, you can only go so far, but enough is enough. We're breaking out. No longer we're going to be held back. No longer we're going to be trying to get people's approval. No longer we're trying to look at the government and says, well, if you don't supply, I know one who can, one that owns everything. I know he can supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. If God before me, who can be against me? If he's the head of all things, I'm following him. Victory comes to those that will move and follow him. So we've been held back far too long, but God is leading. We serve a limitless God. It's time we let him break out in our services. Well, we got this thing Ridgeman had. We got things, songs we got to do. 
we got uh, things and we got, we got places to go so you can only move so long, God. Sometimes I think we need to get rid of the stopwatches because that's pretty much what it is. God, we're going to stop you at a certain time. Get rid of those stopwatches. Lay them off to the side and say, God, you move. Because when God moves, he transforms. He brings miracles. He sets people right. He gives everything that's needed in the time we're living. Praise God for that. Aren't you glad for that? God wants to do that. Take him out of the box and let him be who he is. It's time we have a breakout church, a breakout people to let God break out in you. Get away from what you're thinking and let God be who he is. I've said it before. There was a time that I administered on a Sunday night. And when I got up there ministering, I, I had a box. I brought it up on front. And boy, I felt it was feeling the power of God, the presence of God. I said, so, far too many people have put God in a box. They sit in their seats. They have no vision. They have no, really, no provision. And as I was ministering, all of a sudden, one of the trustees got out of his seat. He come up front. He pulled out a knife. I go, oh, Lord, what's going on now? And he took that knife. It's a big one. He had that thing out there. He took it and he ripped that box up. He says, Pastor, I get it. It's time we let God be God. He tore the box up. He says, we're not going to longer limit God anymore, are we? And I says, no. No, we're not. See, we have people that come to church, two type of people. <laughs> the first group says, can God? Then you have the second group, God can. <laughs> I'm part of the second group. God can. God can. Yes. <laughs> Too many people are trying to can God. Can God? They ask questions. Can God heal? Can God move? Can God? I remember when I was growing up. That was then. But what about now? Yeah. It's time for a breakout, church. Yeah. God can. That's part of who I am. I believe God will do what he says he will do. I take him at his word. I take him what he said. I know that I know my children are going to serve the Lord. The enemy may howl and thinks he's put up gates, but I'm breaking out. Yeah. I'm moving into the next level. Amen. Glory to God. It's time we have a breakout. Time we move and bust open the gates. But let the Lord go before us. The king go before us. Thank God. It's time for a breakthrough, church. You break up from the things that hold you back. But then you have a breakout. Now notice this, break up is individual. When you break up with some things, it's between you and those things that's been holding you back. Until you let go of those things that's had you bound. And there's a lot of things I could put into the categories of that. But you know what's been holding you back. You know what's been keeping you back from doing things. You need to have a breakup. You need to go home today and say, I'm, I'm writing a letter, we're breaking up. We're done. No longer can you be around. You can have everything else. You can have it. That's individual. But notice what we see what the prophet said. Then God calls the assembly together to have a breakout. That's where we come with one voice together as one that we can break into and break across the enemy's lines. See, that's what really breakthrough does. Goes across the enemy's lines to get a breakthrough what they need. Yes. Right. Amen. Some of you need a breakthrough. 
Some of you have been needing a breakout in your life. Today it begins. You broke off now. Now it's time for a breakout. Time to move into where we need to go. Amen? Amen. Allow God to do what he needs to do. What attracted me to the things of God was not so much the shouting. I talk about that. But it was the presence of the Almighty God in that service. As we used to call it, it says, the presence of the Lord came down. It was like a cloud, it seemed like. You could take a butter knife and almost cut into it. Oh, if ever a time we need that today. See, that's what draws me to the God. That's what drawed it. We, we had a move in the 1970s and early when the Jesus movement started coming in, when the hippies started getting saved. Some of you don't know what the hippies is, but some of you do. Those hippies are coming in and get saved. They brought some good music too. They brought some good worship. That's where we get the charismatic movement coming in. And when they started coming in and bringing in that movement, it's changed the whole landscape of things. They started changing. I'll never forget my cousin come in, give his heart to God. Had long hair. He come in, sit down. Nobody judged him. Nobody looked at him. Sometimes we want to, there, there may be people who come in here and they got tattoos all over them and you can tell, look at them. If God brings them in, save them, God. Yes. They can make heaven their home. Yeah. They may be marked by the world, but you know what? That's going to be a good testimony that look what the Lord has done. It wasn't long after, a, I don't know if it was a month or a few weeks, whatever, I seen my cousin come in. I looked at him and I says, hello, it's good to see somebody new. He goes, God changed me. He had short hair. God took all the things. Now, hair is just one thing. Tattoos is one thing. But I'm telling you, God wants to change this world. The enemy has tried to howl and said that homosexuality is okay. It's norm. No, it's not. There's confusion there. It's sin. It's wrong. Now they want to take and open up bathrooms and say, if you feel like being a girl today, you can go in a girl's bathroom and you're a boy. Wait a minute. That doesn't add up. That's confusion. That's blindness. We need to wake up and say, God, enough is enough. He brings the light. And we go in with light into a dark place. Breakout. You broke up? Breakout? Next time, we're going to hear about breakthrough and what God wants to do. I'm just ready for a breakthrough. But it begins. We've had those steps. We've had that formula now God's given to us. When you leave here today, I want you to say, I'm breaking out. Look at Chambers says, it's time for a breakout. Thank God. Stand your feet if you would, please, all of the building. Let me ask you a question. I said there's two types of people that come to church. And you can see it. Can God? Or God can. I don't know what you're canning. I don't want you storing up. But for me and my house, God can. God can. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what everybody. There's some people that want to serve God in fair weather. Well, if God gives me a good day, I'll be there. You're one of that group. Can God. You challenge God. You challenge the thing. But those that are God can, that group, the one that's been 
putting God in the place where he needs to be. I know my God will do what he says he would do. I believe God, what he says. I'm standing on it. Everybody else may be falling by the wayside, but it's for me and my house. We're going to believe God. We're going to believe God to do what he says. No longer being bound. No longer being kept behind a gate. No longer being kept by four walls. God owns it all. So why not get out there and say, God, this belongs to you. I'm stepping into it. And believing and trusting God. And see what he will do. Close your eyes if you would, please. If you're ready for a breakout, if you've broken off with the things that's been keeping you back, you prepared the ground that God's given to you. And you let the seed of God's word be planted in that ground. God says, I'm going to bring a rain. I'm going to bring the rain that waters the ground that will bring the seed forth and you'll see fruit. Today is your day. Caleb told the children of Israel, we are more than able. If nothing else, I've got a voice of Caleb today telling you, you are more than able, church. You're more than able. You need to walk everywhere you go. Says God says, I'm more than able. I'm step into that. God, you can. It may look impossible, but it's time to take the gates down, open them wide, and step beyond because the king is going before you. And he's Lord. He is Lord. You will pass through the gate. Break out of miracles. The rain is coming. I truly believe break out of new anointings, new levels, new areas. Time to let God be God in your life fully not partially. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. As we've been doing this series, take a break. And God, the first step is as we broke up and we had some breakups. The enemy would like to break up too. He'd like to break up families, like to break up homes, like to break up lives. But God, you have a better plan. You want to put families together. You want to restore you want to bring back what you have already said, bring life. And God, I thank you, Father. As you do that, God, you're going to get the glory. You're going to get the honor. You're going to get the praise. Because I truly believe you are a God that can perform what you said. Now, God, encourage your people today. Those that are hearing under the internet and those that are hearing under the Facebook. God, those that are hearing under my sound, my voice here in this congregation. God, let them break out today. In praises, believing you, passing through the gate, for the gates of hell will not prevail. And God, I'll thank you, Father. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hear my cry, O oh God, attend us to my of the earth will I cry unto
you, Jesus. And a strong tower from my enemies. And when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher. into the promised land. Try to cross, time to cross into where God's freedom is. And 
proclaim and declare that breakthrough has come to my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even put a gate in your mind and try to put it in your heart. But God says today, the gate is wide open, church, for every single one of you if you get a hold of it. The Bible says as we spread from Micah, he said that they will break out. Not just individual, they, the church. We are the church. We are the church. They will break out. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And they will pass through the gate. Go through the gate that's been put up by the enemy. And we're going to pass on into victory. Amen. I believe it. God wants us to declare breakthrough. On a count of three, I want you to declare it with a loud voice. One, two, three, breakthrough. breakthrough. One more time. One, two, three, breakthrough. breakthrough. One more time. Breakthrough. 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 Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Glory. You. Give the Lord a round of applause if you would, please. You, All in the building. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Until you have had God touch you, change your life, you don't experience what we talk about. You're just an observer on the outside. But when you step in across where God wants you to be, you experience some things of God. It changes you. It transforms you. You no longer have a desire for the things of the world, but you want things of God. Praise God. There's a breakout that happens. Thank God. Thank God. Touch your neighbor says there's a breakthrough coming. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.